Hello there, welcome to the International Business Podcast. I'm your host, Leonardo Marra, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. In this podcast, I share my experiences and interview international professionals to draw lessons from the real-life stories. The process of formulating a strategy allows managers to step back from day-to-day activities and look at the bigger picture, the current and future direction of the company and its industry. This is the second episode of a four-part miniseries in which multinational strategy is analyzed. Previous episode is number nine, strategic orientations. Today we're going to talk about how to formulate a plan. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. Hi Leo, I'm your sponsor. Well, we can start now. Strategy formulation is the process of evaluating a company's environment and internal strengths. This usually begins with consideration of the external arena, since the MNC will first be interested in opportunities that can be taken advantage of. Attention is then directed to the internal context and the available resources or those that can be developed to exploit these opportunities. The analysis of the external environment covers two activities, information gathering and information assessment. Collecting information is a critical phase of international strategic planning. Data helps companies to identify competitor strengths and weaknesses and to target areas to approach. Evaluation of the gathered information on the competition and the industry follows. Probably the most typical approach is to make an overall assessment based on the five forces that determine industry competitiveness. Entry barriers, threat of substitutes, bargaining power of suppliers, bargaining power of buyers, and industry rivalry. Known as Porter's Five Forces. Let's dig into them. Entry barriers. These largely affect competition in an industry. If the barriers are very low, new firms can enter and pose a lot of competition to the existing companies in an industry. Threat of substitutes. Substitutes are alternatives to a product or a service. A substitute offers attractive prices or better quality. Rivalry among existing competitors. The rivalry is the major determinant to gauge the level of competition in an industry. Companies are now doing all they can to destroy their competitors. When there are too many challengers to the throne, the market share for each company becomes smaller. Bargaining power of suppliers. They are the beginning of the supply chain. Therefore, they are very important since they hold some power over companies. Bargaining power of buyers. The supply chain exists to produce goods or services to be sold to the buyers. They also have bargaining power then. If this is strong, a firm is forced to produce higher quality goods and lower prices on their goods and services. Next step consists in assessing the internal environment. This helps recognizing the M&E strengths and weaknesses. There are two areas that an M&E should examine in this analysis. First group is physical resources and staff competencies. Second group is the ways in which value chain analysis can be used efficiently. What is value chain analysis? 
It is the process of dividing a company's activities into primary and support activities and identifying those that create value for customers. Let's focus on the physical resources first. These are the assets the company will use to carry out its strategic plan. Many of these are reported on the balance sheet. For instance, cash inventory and machinery. However, this does not tell the whole story. The location and disposition of these assets is also important. Another consideration is the degree of integration that exists within the operating units. Large companies tend to be divided into strategic business units. These are operating units with their own strategic space that produce and sell goods and services to a market segment. They also have a well-defined set of competitors. Think of them as businesses within the business. Let's get back to the examination of the firm's value chain. As mentioned earlier on, a value chain is the way in which primary and support activities are linked to provide goods and services and increase profit margins. Primary activities include inbound logistics, operations, outbound logistics, sales and marketing, after-sales service. Support activities consist of the company's infrastructure, which includes general management, finance and accounting, human resources, technology and sourcing. Analysis of the value chain is important because it helps determine the type of strategy that will be most effective. There are three generic strategies, cost, differentiation, and focus. Cost strategy. Strategy in which a company exploits economies of scale to have the lowest cost structure of any competitor in its industry. Firms that pursue this path also try to contain administrative costs and the costs of their various primary activities, including marketing, advertising, and distribution. Differentiation strategy is directed toward creating something that is perceived as unique. Approaches to differentiation can take many forms. The perception of uniqueness can enable a company to charge a higher price and enjoy greater customer loyalty than it could as a low-cost leader. Focus strategy. Strategy in which a firm focuses on serving the needs of a well-defined market segment. While low-cost and differentiation strategies are aimed at achieving objectives industry-wide, a focus strategy is built around servicing a particular target market. Getting to the last section, goal setting. I talked about external and internal analysis. After doing so, an m and &E has the information needed for setting its objectives. One way is to examine these goals by geographic area or on a strategic business unit basis. First step is for the M&E to set a profitability goal for the overall organization. Then, each geographic area or business unit is assigned a profitability goal that, if accomplished, will result in the firm reaching its desired level. To summarize, the key to developing an effective strategy is to define a company's objectives clearly and to plan carefully how it will achieve those goals. Subscribe today to listen to more international business stories, guests coming on the show every Monday. Do not forget to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll speak with you again on the next episode.